your eye on the ticker for whether or not Patrick Mahomes has the COVID. <laughs> he was next to a barber with the COVID sometime this week. Protocol may lead you to believe that uh, you were exposed to someone with the COVID. You better uh, better sit out the Super Bowl. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about that. Not going to happen. How many billions of dollars actually would be on the line total? Patrick Mahomes sitting out the Super Bowl because of COVID. It'd be a lot. And, and not just what happens on Sunday, but f- you know, going forward with how big a star he is for the league and... You know, everything. Sure, yeah. Well, that's a really interesting long view, and it's a great question. I don't think that question will ever come up because Las Vegas will call the commissioner and say, "Uh, we have billions and billions of dollars uh, bet in our casinos based on Patrick Mahomes uh, playing. If he doesn't play, we're going to lose our heinies. Uh, Perhaps you don't want that to happen. Oh, yeah. Mr. Commissioner, and the commissioner will bend a rule or rewrite a rule or ignore a rule or they'll fake a test and the young man will be on the field. Oh, Joe Pesci would have uh, the commissioner's head in a vice. Oh, yeah, or a, bowl, or a bowling ball <laughs> bag or something. They'll say it takes several days for symptoms to show up, so we'll test him Monday morning. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so a uh, note from the science desk before we go to the opposite of science desk. Uh, interesting story um, came out. Seattle uh, Times had it uh, talking about all the wildfires, mostly in the western part of the United States. But if there are any Aussies listening, certainly you're concerned, too. Uh, when wildfires roar through a forest and bulldozers dig into the earth to stop the advancing flames, they may be churning more into the air than just dust and smoke. Um, they believe for that <laughs> no the uh those enormous plumes of smoke that cover the entire sky then drift across the country i remember when uh friends of mine in the midwest were complaining about california wildfire smoke yep. obscuring the sun and then indeed it hit the east coast that that includes countless living microbes that can seek into our lungs cling to our skin and clothing According to research recently published in Science, we're talking, um, they say, quote, mind-bending amounts of fungi and bacteria. And they don't actually know how bad it can be for people's health uh, health on an ongoing basis. So uh, they can envision a, a scenario where people flee wildfire smoke like they're fleeing a hurricane. Um, early stages, trying to understand it. So that's your science desk from your... Ignoring Science Desk, and I'd like to thank uh, one of our alert listeners for alerting me to this. The ACLU, which used to be a pretty valuable organization fighting for uh, freedom of speech, among other things. They've gone completely bizarro world, progressive, uh, uh, progressive politics, the opposite of liberty. Anyway, listen to this. They issued a Twitter thread yesterday that claimed facts debunking four myths about transgender athletes. So we'll start with the fact that they're staunchly in favor of boys who identify as girls playing against girls and whooping up on them, which is just idiotic and obscene. And if there were a theme to this segment, it would be, folks, you got to start standing up for what is clearly true, even if people call you transphobic or racist or whatever, or else what is clearly true is going to be swept aside. So here are your myths. They went on, first of all, to explain that trans girls are girls, and the idea of sex being rooted in biology 
is a myth. Wow. Biological male. Their lead myth is that gender doesn't exist. That's right, Jack. Wow, okay. Sex rooted in biology. <laughs> didn't didn't realize we'd all agreed on that. Born a boy, born a... What is this, the 1500s? Please do not use gendered language to to address everyone. I, 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 hey, 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 Chubby, we kind of have to in this discussion. So here it is. There is no one way for our bodies to be, wrote the ACLU. Women, including women who are transgender, intersex, or disabled, they say, throwing in a red herring in case... Who ordered the red herring? Uh, have a range of different physical characteristics. Biological sex and gender are not binaries. There are no set hormone ranges, body parts, or chromosomes that all people of a particular sex or gender have. There are no body parts that people of a particular sex have denying clear reality so fact one is trans girls are girls the next two myths the aclu attempted to bust were that trans athletes have an unfair advantage in sports and that it's a myth that allowing biological men to compete against women could be dangerous Trans athletes do not have an unfair advantage in sports, they asserted. What did you say this was in? This is the ACLU tweeting. They put out a series of tweets. Wow. Trans athletes do not have an unfair advantage in sports. Trans athletes vary in athletic ability, just like cisgender athletes. In many states, the very same cis girls who have claimed that trans athletes have an unfair advantage have consistently performed as well or better than transgender competitors. Jack, would you like to take on the idiotic <laughs> illogic of that argument, or or I can, or I could find a ten year old child. So if the fast, so if you if you do have a transgender uh, uh, boy decides he's a girl and he's not as fast as the fastest girl, that just eliminates the entire discussion. Correct. Okay. Correct. If there is a slow transgender boy athlete transgender girl athlete, that proves that there's nothing to worry about at all. Ignoring that uh, story in Connecticut where they had the three transgender girls who broke all the state records and dominated the track and field. Won every race. So uh, ACLU, and you're either completely devoid of the ability to process facts and, and think logically, or you're just lying your ideologues. It's about at the more elite levels. The trans, the elite transgender girls are way stronger, way bigger, and way faster than the regular girls. You lying, crazy people. Regarding the claim that biological men competing against biological women could prove problematic, the ACLU assured us that including trans athletes will benefit everyone. Oh, a little sunshine up my hiney. Far worse, they claimed, would be to excuse, excuse, I'm sorry, exclude trans women from women's sports because it would hurt all women. It invites gender policing that could subject any woman to invasive tests and accusations of being too masculine or too good at their sport to be a real woman. Oh, yeah, because that happens all the time. You're too good. You can't be a real woman. Idiotic. The fourth alleged myth the ACLU took to task was a compromise recently suggested by an NFL defensive end who said, how about you have leagues for trans students, Hmm. their own teams? 
But they argued trans people, like all people, may experience detrimental effects to their physical and emotional well-being when they are pushed out of affirming spaces and communities. Blah, blah, touchy-feely, safe space garbage, yabba-dabba-doo, just absolute. Well, but that one's harmless. It's never going to happen anyway. But those first three are one of the most staunch and categorical denials of reality I have ever heard, especially by an organization that used to have some respect. That is something. That is just so stupid. you got to fight this stuff, folks. It's all part and parcel of the idea that if they can deny all reality, all tradition, all history, if they can get you to not to deny that there's something called uh, that is a man, something that is a woman, or any difference between them, then they can claim anything and make you parrot it so they don't hunt you down and cancel you and get you kicked out of your job. It, it sounds so stupid, but it's really insidious. The unemployment claims for this week, as they come out every Thursday, uh, go in the right direction. Lower number than we've heard recently. Still historically very, very high and uh, unfortunate. We'll hit you with that coming up in a little bit. Can hit you with some of the latest numbers on how many people have got the dang vaccine. Sean's mom is getting it today, but boy, I know two people I think total that have gotten the vaccine. It's gotta, it's gotta get to where most people you run into have gotten the vaccine, doesn't it? Don't oh, yeah. the whole herd, herd immunity thing? Yeah. yeah. And we need to do that before the new mutations take over, obviously. Yeah, it was interesting. I was just reading more about how a lot of healthcare workers say, no, nah, I don't want it. I don't need it. A doctor friend of mine agreed that the further you get from a, a medical degree, uh, the less those people are really savvy about medicine, even though they work in a healthcare setting. Yeah, they've run into that a problem. I saw the numbers on that. So, like, you go into an old folks' home, and uh, you can get the old folks to get the shot, but the people that work there, small percentage will will take it. Yeah, yeah. And those people wear scrubs and stuff like that, and you think, oh, they are savvy in the ways of medicine. But a lot of them, it's a pretty easy uh, degree to get. I'm not I'm not saying easy, but it's not Boy, like they went... you're going to get jabbed hard the next time. No, I don't have it coming. Some nurse... Uh, yeah. I oh, missed heard again. what you said. All oh, right, the neck. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> they gave him a big fat shot in the ass. And exactly. It broke yeah. off in there. <laughs> oh, Lord. I may have to self-administer uh, my medical treatment for the rest of my days. Oh, God. <laughs> so uh, I know we kind of hit the uh, the social justice lunacy thing kind of hard there, but turns out that uh, Bernie Sanders sitting there in his meetings, was an ex- uh, I'm sorry, in his mittens, I'm trying to read well. Bernard Sanders. Bernard Sanders. Uh, him sitting there in his mittens was an example of white supremacy. Oh, boy. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> that, among other things. i got to talk about our trip to the doctor yesterday. Holy cow. There was a lot of vomit, I'll tell you that. <laughs> a lot of vomit, you said? A lot of vomit. Sorry to hear that. Oh, my God. Um, no, nobody wants to hear that. Probably really. not. I don't know why anybody would. It's it's like yawns. It spreads. I don't even thinking about it makes me wanna. Yeah, luckily I don't have that problem. If I'd have had that problem, it would have been on display yesterday. I'll tell you that. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> um, but that and a bunch of other stuff on the way. Armstrong and Getty. The 
the big news is uh, that Netflix led the way with 42 nominations. 42. Uh, granted, it took them 10,000 movies and shows to get there, but still <laughs> impressive. Honestly, it's like, it's like winning roulette after putting chips on every number. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> it did the odds and evens too, yeah. It's not really like that. <laughs> it's just the that, traditional networks don't crank out crap. But it's notable that the they are flooding the zone in a way that the uh, broadcast networks just, they aren't built for. Sure. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, jobless numbers come out every Thursday. Claims fell for the third straight week. That's good. Still high, 750,000, something like that, about three-quarters of a million. A sign that layoffs have started to ease, but still historically incredibly high. Yeah, it's still uh, at least, what, 60,000 higher than the previous all-time record. Now, granted, it's down, but, you know, okay, let's embrace the trend. Uh, we were just talking about healthcare professionals in a, in a, in a humorous fashion uh, for a story we were telling earlier, and I just want to do... Do a shout out to the uh, tremendous nursing staff uh, where we go for my son's blood draw yesterday. Oh my God, did they go above and beyond? Oh. Because my son's because all the medical stuff he's had and his and his OCD and his phobias and his various issues that he's got um, doing this certain thing is very hard. And man, we had to wrestle him in uh, out of the house and into the car. And and restrain him in the car all the way there, then wrestle him from the car to the lobby, then into the room. I mean, it was it was a it was a fight the whole way. And and they provided like I think we had five adults in the end involved in uh, holding him and everything like that to do a blood draw. Oh you know, gosh. they don't they don't uh. have to do that. They they did it, and they were so good and patient and. And then there was a lot of vomiting and uh, a lot to clean up, and they took care of all that. I started cleaning up. Oh, no, no, we'll get that. And I thought, man, this is like five-star service. So wow. I really appreciate them doing that. You know, caring about uh, your lad getting yep. the treatment he needed. Yep, I appreciated yep, that beautiful. a lot. It was my man Pong, too. I've talked about Pong in the past. Pong, oh. Pong, who's the greatest at this? If you ever need your blood taken, you should hire Pong. Because <laughs> um, he got me over my phobia of needles. Huh. That I had just so many times of it, not even you couldn't even tell it happened to eventually kind of just went away. Um, my phobia of needles and uh, and he's the best. And my son didn't even know what happened, even even though there was unbelievable amount of vomit everywhere. Oh boy, oh boy. Should we post the uh, infamous scene from Family Guy at Armstrongandgetty.com? <laughs> Luckily, to give nobody else an idea of nobody else uh, didn't trigger anybody else. Oh, good, good. Yeah. Poor lad. Oh, oh my geez. god. Oh, just so terrible. So terrible. The, you know the terror. And there's no, there's no convincing someone. I remember this when I was terror when in, in ter- feeling terror as a kid. You know, everybody's saying it's going to be okay. It's not going to hurt. It'll just take a second. Uh, we'll go to the park after. All that stuff means nothing to you when you're in a complete state of fight or flight. Right, which tends to uh, snowball as well. Yep. Absolutely. You know, and and it's difficult to find a rational argument against an irrational fear. And and, and honestly, it's a semi-rational fear. It's a semi... I mean, the the beast within us doesn't want to be punctured. Yeah, yeah. It's not that hard to understand. It is. Irrational feels are amazing. And then when you're an adult and you still have them, it's so frustrating. It's like, look, you've done this many times. It doesn't really hurt. What are you worried about? Right, yeah. Yep. Your, well, and you can you can make progress, but uh, I have I know, but uh, for a kid, it's so hard. Yeah. 
Yeah. Plus, you know, I got to start lifting weights again so my veins pop a little oh, better. Oh, jeez, don't I? I, I often get tell some people roids. don't talk uh, about one more, one more. I often talk to them. And I say, don't talk about the V word. Those of us who have the phobia about this sort of stuff, we don't want to think about what you're doing. The, oh, got a nice vein here. A lot of times, no people that aren't pong will say that's yeah. the last thing I want to hear. All right. Okay, Just, so you don't no. want to picture anything no. that's going to happen. No. You want to pretend like it's not happening. No, yes. Discussions of my veins. Oh, that needle's going to go right into that vein. Oh, oh God. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't want to hear that. No. Okay. <laughs> no. May I discuss arteries, capillaries? Just where's the line? How about we talk about something else? That's what Pong's so good at. He yeah. says, so how's, uh, how are things going at work? And it just, I mean, he starts and it on a conversation. Done. And we're done. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Amazing. Oh, and I, I've told this story before. He, he, he's got buddies that were in the military and doing this in Iraq, and he learned from them that it's all about confidence. It's amazing. You wouldn't think so. If you've ever had somebody bad, though, that like seems as nervous as you, <laughs> those are the ones that go bad. You got to have 100% confidence and you just have to do it. It's all a mindset, he says. And the people that can do that, uh, can pull it off. You know, it's funny. There's a, a hardcore golfer knows this. You do a drill where you try to make a hundred or whatever, 25 three foot putts in a row. And it gets harder and harder because you start thinking more and more. So you just got to do it. Interesting. Eh. So let's hear Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Coffee is so much better when it's hot. Took a sip and it was room temperature. So much better when it's hot. It's interesting. Oh, yeah. That's why, uh, like, uh, iced coffee drinks have to be so sweet. Mm. I do love coffee. It's like I'm addicted to it. You may recall, folks, within hours of Joe Biden's inauguration, the Internet was full of images of Bernie (laughs) sitting there in his mittens. (laughs) Sitting stone-faced in his parka, his uh, hand-knit mittens, I guess, by some school teacher in Vermont. The meme then turned into a fundraising fundraising bonanza for nonprofits. Cool, etc. Everybody had a little fun. Who could be offended with that? By that, well, a public high school teacher in San Francisco, of course, whose name is Ingrid Sayer Ochi. She wrote an op-ed for the San Francisco Chronicle that appeared Sunday and quickly went viral. She objected to the privilege, the white privilege, the male privilege, and the class privilege, symbolized by Bernie's choice of a relatively casual snowboarding jacket and wool mittens. I'm sorry. I just didn't know. (laughs) She, in trying to indoctrinate her students into her paranoia and bizarre racist worldview, said she was also upset by what the students were upset, of course, because you'd led them to be upset. By what they saw as the implicit message being delivered by his choice of outerwear. Quote, what did they see? They saw a white man in a puffy jacket and huge mittens, distant, not only in his social distancing, but in his demeanor and attire. What What did I see? Uh, What? 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 I don't understand any word of this. I know you practically need a translator. What did I see? What did I think my students should see? A wealthy, incredibly well-educated and privileged white man showing up for perhaps the most important ritual of the decade in a puffy jacket and huge mittens. What was he supposed to wear in the cold? What, what could he have worn in the cold 
that wouldn't have drawn the ire of this crazy person. An 80-year-old man from Vermont in bitterly cold weather, yeah. I don't know. Seriously, am I missing something here? Is there something you're supposed to wear as an old white guy when it's cold out that doesn't offend her? What you're missing is the crazy brain. She got the crazy brain. (laughs) She said, quote, I don't know how many poor or working class or female or struggling to be taken seriously folk would show up at the inauguration of our 46th president dressed like Bernie. You know, one could argue that having been a senator and a leader in a state for a hell of a long time, he's earned the right to wear whatever the heck he wants, no matter what color he is. Barack Obama shows up in basketball shorts. Everybody's going to say, Mr. President, good to see you. Prior to the inauguration, she'd also had her students analyze images from the January 6th riot. This, she told her students, is white supremacy. This is white privilege. It can be hard to pinpoint, but when we see it, we know it, because you see it everywhere. Uh, I hope this craze doesn't take hold, but it does feel like it's growing. Uh, Bernie and his mittens raised $1.8 million for various causes, Meals on Wheels, uh, Feeding Chittenden, the Vermont Parent-Child Center Network, and others. The piece was the most read at SanFranciscoChronicle.com on Sunday, and responses on social media were less than favorable. Hopefully (laughs) it was the most read because it seems so crazy. Yes. Laura tweeted, what fresh hell is this take? I don't even understand. The dude wore mittens and a big coat because it was cold, and then he turned around and raised a ton of money for charity. Glenn Greenwald, of all people, said, what a stupid and appalling article, all based on how Bernie dressed. As stupid and gross as it is, it represents a large and growing sector of left liberal thought. God, that's some crazy talk. Yeah, and then they mentioned that the latest tempest in a teapot followed close on another controversy over political correctness. San Francisco Board of Education renaming 44 schools that are all closed because they're kowtowing to the teachers' union, and then declaring that uh, that uh, I was going to say uh, ant- not ant- not metaphors, antonyms. Uh, what am I looking for? Gosh, Simile. No, no, no. The letters spell out a word. NASA. Acronyms. Thank you. Uh, That acronyms are racist. So there you go. There's your your Bernie story. Oh, my God. Are you betting on the Super Bowl? Me personally? Mm -hmm. No, I've been too busy doing other stuff. I I think I have an account at one of those online casino things. Yes. Here's a good bet. Will Tom Brady finish with at least one rushing yard? Yes or no? Oh, yes. You think he will? Yeah, if he's sacked, that that's a negative in the passing game. Yeah, and he is legendary for fourth and a yard, the quarterback sneak. Uh, His success rate on those is uh, incredible. Really? Yeah. So you'd you'd be a yes on that? I think I would. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's got to be one time, uh, you know, uh, protection breaks down. He sees an escape route forward. I like that bet. How many touchdown passes will be thrown by Patrick Mahomes? The over uh, under is two point five. I think it'll be over that, but I don't actually know. Yeah, I mean, I not that? only don't nobody knows, but I haven't watched a snap of football the, since last Super Bowl, so I'm really the wrong person to talk about this. I meant to have this in front of me. There was a guy who uh, bet. Uh, Sean, you might have the the details. He bet ten thousand dollars that the opening kickoff would not be returned for a touchdown. It's only happened once in Super Bowl history. Mm-hmm. Devin Hester, Chicago Bears. Um, and uh, it, But that $10,000, because of the, the odds, will make him 200 Yes, if he's right. So he's got to risk 10000 to make 200 Doesn't seem like that good a bet. 
can't you? Wouldn't you rather bet on the length of the national anthem or how many times they'll show Giselle Bunchin in the stands or whatever? Those are always good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so uh, Van the, Jones bet on, bet on this. Will the weekend be wearing sunglasses when he's first shown during the halftime show? One hundred percent. God, that's a clear yes. He probably that, hasn't slept for two days. The weekend, not meaning a Saturday and Sunday grouped as a unit, but indeed a person, calls himself the weekend. A musical uh, act, a little uh, music combo. I see. Uh, that's nice. Is it jazz? I like jazz. He's probably been partying with that strip club king of uh, Tampa we were talking about the other day for, for a week straight. <laughs> Jeez, do people bet on this? What will be the result of the opening coin toss, heads or tails? I'm yeah. no oh, mathematician, yeah. but I'm pretty sure about a 50-50 bet. It depends who's <laughs> flipping the coin. Yeah, it's like a coin flip. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we got to get to the whole, I used to respect Van Jones. I mean, I, I disagree with him completely on a lot of stuff, but I thought at least he was honest. I think he's gone off the, the deep end. Uh, but if you want to keep your home and family safe, and everybody does during these troubled times, whether it's from a break-in, fire, flooding, or medical emergency. Or Bernie's mittens. Or, or Bernie uh, with his white privilege coming and attacking you. Simply safe. Home Security offers award-winning 24-7 protection. So where do we start? There's no long-term contract, no hidden fees, no installation costs. You install it yourself in about 30 minutes. Okay, that sounds pretty cool, but how good is it? Well, it's award-winning 24-7 protection. We've told you before about all the best of awards they've won, beating out all kinds of way more expensive, way more complicated units. With Simply Safe, you've got 24-7 protection, the sensors, the cameras, uh, uh, an arsenal, that protects every inch of your home. So just go to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. You get a free home security camera uh, added onto your system when you purchase a Simply Safe system. It's a 60-day risk-free trial, so there's nothing to lose. Super easy to install, too. Simplysafe.com slash Armstrong for that free security camera today. Simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. I would say that if you find yourself betting on coin flips, you're a degenerate gambler. That's my opinion. I had a read. <laughs> this ref, 68% of the time he throws tails. I knew a guy who gave me a tip. <laughs> um, country superstar under fire for racial slur. What country superstar? What racial slur? That's coming up later. Next. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Uh, yeah, come back with it. We're about to have a recall in this oh, state no. again. Don't do it. Don't do it. I, I have my frustrations with California. I've certainly been not shy about voicing them on this show. But Gavin Newsom, he's a smart guy. Yeah. He's a good guy. I... I would love to talk to him in a room and convince him of a few things, but he's, please, don't do this. It's, it's stupid. It's a non-conspiracy to take over the state. That's so, all it is. Wow. wow. Wow, I didn't see that coming. Like, <laughs> I'm not I'm not 100% sure that a recall is a good idea, and maybe you just wait till the next election. Mm, no. But, um... Wrong. <laughs> I can be convinced And I'll make that. the case. Yeah. But the idea that it's a QAnon conspiracy, what? 
Yeah, there you go. Van Jones wow. willing to say that. I, he might does be he that be, deluded. Does he believe that? I don't know. It sounded like he did. I don't know. He's usually a sincere guy. What's, I think he's wrong about three quarters of everything, but. What's chewing on at all about? We've been playing those clips of, uh, what's his name? Chamath Unpronounceable. Uh, Palahapataya. Yeah, exactly. In fact, that was going to be the response. He doesn't sound a very QAnon y to me. Yeah, exactly. A very moderate uh, engineer, investor, businessman, etc. Here's your QAnon conspiracy. Go ahead with 71. Just let them roll, Sean. First section, number one, economy and jobs. Nearly the highest unemployment rate in the U.S. at 8% plus. Highest poverty rate in the U.S., 18.5% of all Californians. Highest income taxes in the U.S., 13.3%. $30 billion of potential fraudulent unemployment benefits from 2020. 11 billion already determined fraudulent doubled the oil, doubled the oil and gas drilling permits instead of incentivizing, you know, maybe, uh, climate or biotech or tech jobs, a $227 billion spending plan for 2021. There's some QAnon stuff right there. That's crazy. so crazy to say that. Go ahead. 72. In terms of quality of life, highest homelessness in the country, worst graduation rate in the country, around 17% of students in California don't graduate, the worst slash highest cost of living in the country, and the worst wildfires in the country, 1.8 million plus acres burned. I would also point out that that uh, graduation figure is artificially high because they've eliminated oh, yeah. all standards. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. If you just show up for a diploma, they'll hand you one. Because they're racist then... to not to let you graduate. Yeah, and listen, I didn't agree with all of uh, what uh, Mr. Palahapatai is saying there, uh, Cham P, uh, but it doesn't sound like QAnon to me. One more. And then culturally, I didn't know this. I don't know if you guys know this, but um, here are the number of companies. This is just a subset that have left California. Toyota, Charles Schwab, Tesla, and Oracle in some way, shape, or form, which is estimated now to have cost California $77 billion of future revenues and 300,000 jobs. Mm-hmm. Over the past few years, nearly 3 million people have left the state. 53% of Californians want to leave the state, and 63% of Californians believe the American dream is because of the global pedophile ring. Damn you, QAnon! And he named uh, big, you know, well-known household name corporations. If he were to name the medium-sized corporations and the small businesses, we'd be here for the rest of this week and into next. You know, I like to tell a story of a friend of mine. He moved his uh, his big uh, warehouse, his operation, from Northern California to Texas, and he went to the county and he said, "Hey, listen, we're uh, we're going to move. We're going to add five thousand square feet to our facility, and we're going to have to uh, add another garbage bin." And the lady at the county looked at him, and he looked at her, and she looked at him, and said. Go ahead. <laughs> like, why are you here? And he's used to filling out, you know, 25 pages of documents to add another garbage bin as opposed to just adding another $10 a week to the bill. So, yeah, nice, uh, nice QAnon conspiracy there, Van. What planet do you live on these days, my friend? You're a bright guy. Come on. So there's controversy in the world of country music. Two of them that I've come across. One, the new Blake Shelton minimum wage song, which I'd heard was controversial. Then I couldn't even figure out what the controversy was. But uh, hmm. there was that. Maybe mentioning minimum. We had an all-star special on our first date in a booth at the Waffle House. 
<laughs> um, maybe you're just not as good at being outraged as maybe people are it. these days. You don't. You're not good at finding excuses to pretend to be outraged. This one sounds more real. Uh, Morgan Wallen, who got booted off a of Saturday Night Live for something. Uh, that um, was for for partying with college. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he didn't. Uh, he he could have spread the vid anyway. He didn't socially distance properly. He's under fire for a racial slur. I guess I got that in front of me. I should read it. I'm looking at other people to tell me what's going on, and I'm the one with the story. Um, uh, bu- 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 what did he actually say? His album, Dangerous, has been Billboard number one for three weeks. Will not be involved in the American Country Music Awards because he uh, a video surfaced of him using the N-word. Okay, well, that is the one you, you can't. If there's anything anywhere of you saying the N-word, you are pretty much done. So there you go. Well, you know, I was going to ask, just out of curiosity, what's the context and the rest of it? Did he use it as a slur? Was he discussing the word in general? And, you know, it really doesn't matter these days, although I think it it, it should. It has to. Was he calling somebody that? Well, and was he using it in the friendly hip-hop version or in the angry racist version, which should matter, but it doesn't. Right. Right. Anyway, that's that story. He's obviously not content to uh, to toe the politically correct line of our times, Jack. So we don't, uh, you'll have to set this up because we won't understand it if we don't know what it is, right, Sean? Uh, yeah, so this is a uh, a gentleman who is uh, just doing the, the, it's captioned with every man's struggle. His girlfriend is in the background, uh, appears to be uh, perusing a, a menu from a restaurant, and he is singing his frustration. More big loud oh, records so. tweeted that. Wait, uh. There we go. I start waiting for my darling to make up our mind. Choose what we can eat tonight. Cause my stomach's in so. I don't know if you, in the background you can kind of, I'm looking, let me look. <laughs> uh, I get it. What yeah, is taking you so long? And so, yeah, he's got one of those, you know, you can buy him at Target karaoke machines just right. under his arm, just kind of doing the cheap auto-tune singing just right at her in the background. It's so, oh, it's so funny. That reminds nice. me from reading the Eric Clapton biography that one of the most romantic songs that so many uh, women have wanted to slow dance to uh, throughout the years, Wonderful Tonight. He wrote because it was taking his girlfriend way too long to get ready. And it was making him so angry. <laughs> wow. So he sat down and wrote those lyrics. Channeled his energies into a uh, wuss rock classic. It was actually George Harrison's wife he was waiting for to get ready, I think. It was his girlfriend yeah. at the time. But whatever. Yeah. That's a complicated relationship. Imagine being so good at music you take a woman from a beetle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's that. Uh, so th- it's funny that uh, that reminds me of the uh, the eighty three year old chairman of the Japanese Olympic Committee. This uh, what's his first name? Mori is his last name. Uh, Yoshiro Mori. Uh, he's uh, the subject of much scandal and ridicule because he they were they were saying you should have more women on your board. The board should be at least forty percent women. 
And he said, no, he can't do that because uh, women talk way too much and that makes the meetings run too long. <laughs> if we're going to have more women directors, someone has uh, the meetings go on for t- too long a time unless we restrict their comments. Wow. Well, women are competitive. When one person raises a hand, others think they need to speak up as well. That's why everyone speaks. <laughs> And so there's a a poo storm, and he said he'd been scolded by his wife, his daughter, and his granddaughter, and uh, and and he apologized. And his apology is the best part. Uh, you know the, the the predictable. I'd like to take back what I said and apologize to those who were offended by uh, my remarks. And then he went on to say that I really I can't say what I said with authority because I really don't listen to women. <laughs> I don't know how long they speak, because as soon as they start, I stop listening. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's not a good apology, Mr. Morey. No. One of the advantages of being quite old, though, is you just don't care anymore. Uh, yeah. From what I've observed. Yeah. <laughs> They're calling for him to resign. He said, no, I'm not going to. We got some more on the school closings and openings, the COVID vaccine across America, uh, how many people are getting it and not getting it. There's just some really good news on the vaccine out of England, I guess it is. Really good news on that one. Huh. Okay, interesting. Plus, the Republicans sticking with Dick Cheney, condemning sort of the wacky Marjorie Taylor Greene. That's the big fracas in the Beltway as the Democrats try to whip it up into something. Sticking with Liz Cheney. Dick Cheney's uh, out I'm to, sorry. Out Liz pasture, Cheney. right? Yeah. The one's an old man. The other is a middle-aged woman. You'd think I could tell them apart. Uh-huh. Well, you My apologies. You don't listen when a woman starts speaking. It's Not really, because it's just blah, 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 blah. And then the other ones have to talk, and you know. Oh, so competitive, right? Armstrong and Getty.